Broadcasting from atop the Hensler Financial Building in the heart of Georgia's financial district, Kennesaw, Georgia, this is Money Talks. Listening to Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon here with DJ Barker and Michael Griffin, and uh, that uh, that's a pretty good tie-in, right? Moving on up, we're going to buy the bigger house and get the bigger debt and do it. all the crazy things that crazy people do. Right? That's right. That's right. Yeah, we want to pull tomorrow's income forward and buy our goodies today. Get it? It's only going to cost you twenty percent. Only. That's all. Only twenty percent. That's all it yeah. takes. Take years and years to pay. Who cares? A lifetime. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Uh, So uh, if you have questions, again, Mm -hmm. you can call us on our question hotline, 1-855-429-9166. You'll hear a recording. Leave your message, including your question. Uh, We'll play the question back on the air and answer right behind it. If you want to talk to a person, 770-429-9166. And by the way, if you had questions for our financial planners who are on the show today, DJ or Michael, uh, you can call the same number, 770-429-9166. You can ask for them by name, and they'd be happy to help you with whatever the question is that you've got. Um, You can also email drgene at hensler.com, D-R-G-E-N-E at H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R.com, or go to our website, hensler.com, spelled in the same way. So, guys, uh, got a few questions this week. Amber and Greg from Kennesaw says, uh, what do we do about Apple? That's a good question. Um, I think we should buy more. Apple's hardly ever down 10%, but the wife thinks that we should sell before it gets worse. Mm-hmm. Go buy an iPhone. You think that'll do it? <laughs> I don't know. It. Is, that, is that what I... Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, here's the thing. That's that's kind of the, the two ends of the spectrum, right? You see something falling, you, uh, you get kind of crazy. If you look, it, Apple topped on... October 3rd of 2018, uh, it is currently down almost 35%, 34.18% as of close yesterday. Wow. Uh, I, did, I, I didn't know it was down that far. I knew yeah. it was down. I did not know it was yeah. down that far, Troy. But if you look, now here's the thing. It's easy to get caught up in the short term, right? Do we invest for three months? No. no. Nah, absolutely not. Um, if you look since uh, December 31 of 2016, Apple has gained 16.1% annually. Two years, right? Three years. No, two years. 17 and 18. Uh, that's about 6.5% more than we would expect out of a normal S&P 500. So mm-hmm. uh, I always encourage people, don't get too caught up in the second, um, you know, back up, back up a few steps. Uh, Apple's current PE is around 13 not bad at all. Um, you look at the PEG, which is their price uh, to earnings divided by their growth, which is uh, a forward PE divided by expected growth, and it's 1.15, slightly higher than where we like to buy companies at around one. Um, Apple looks pretty attractive here, if you ask me. Now, um, some of the innovation that we have seen in the past in Apple has not been there. Um, they're taking kind of a a slow, um, a pr- uh, slow is probably not the right word, but uh, we'll call it conservative approach to some of their um, their AI with Siri. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're trying to make sure that they protect um, 
client information, protect uh, you know the user's uh, information, which is very important these days. Yeah. And it's it's kind of got them behind the eight ball a little bit, some think. Um, but I really believe a company with earnings growth over the last five years, 13%, expected to grow at 11% uh, with the numbers that they have right now. Apple looks pretty attractive. Even though, I think, didn't they announce they are going to maybe slow down the production of the iPhone, though, right? I mean, even uh, Well, with, yeah. I th- I mean, I, what I think they're seeing is uh, headwinds in China. The, the growth potential there may be... Yeah, limited right i mean they they had a uh, they've they've been in a, a bit of a lawsuit with uh um uh, what in the world's company's name just totally escapes me at the moment <clears throat> uh, but uh over um uh anyway it's uh, the the radio signal um they they've had a few headwinds huawei in 2018 actually surpassed them for market share mm, okay. globally uh so it's samsung huawei and then Apple at this point. Hmm. Uh, but they still have a premium product. Nobody's uh, denying that. Right. I mean, there are folks that are absolutely sold, and I'm sure they're smashing their radio as they listen to me uh, because they love Samsung and hate Apple. There are those out there, but still, Apple's kind of the, kind of the, the benchmark. Yeah, you're still trying to reach that mm-hmm. spectrum when you're yeah. looking at I have my iPhone in my pocket right now, and when it, you know, two years when it dies, I'll buy another one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's yeah, the you thing. won't I, move to a different. Yeah. I know how to. I know how to use it. Yeah. I know how it works, and I'm gonna keep buying. Yeah, yeah. Comfortable with it, it, and it works. It works. Right? Uh, I had a Samsung, the very first smartphone I had, but um, I had it for a couple of years, and I have changed since to an iPhone, and oh. don't know that I'll ever go back. Yeah. So, anyway, okay. there's. Uh, well, good. There's the way it is. I uh, I think it's probably uh, a decent buying opportunity at this point. Now we get that question a lot when we see market downturns. And don't believe that everything out there is worthy of, you know, you running and grabbing more and throwing it in your portfolio. Um, you know, you got to do a little bit of homework. Yeah, and I think it's important, too, you know, depending on how much, you know, you hold, you obviously don't want to hold too much of one particular security in your portfolio. So if you're approaching a 10% threshold, you know, it, it could be a consideration that, that even though true. it's a good buying opportunity, if you already are overweight in the tech sector and or Apple, you know, you may want to limit that that holding or sector, you know, even though it's maybe a buying opportunity now. Yep, no doubt. That's, Very uh, good that's point. a great point. Yep. Yeah. Uh, make sure that you're not getting even more overweight than you were. All right, we got another okay. question here from Monica. And Charlie uh, says, my husband Charlie will be losing his job in the next few weeks. He's a restaurant general manager, and the corporate owner is closing all locations in Georgia. We're doing our best to cut back knowing uh, this change is coming. I'm currently still in nursing school and only work part-time at the university. Uh, while we're pretty sure Charlie can get another manager position, should he request a deferment or forbearance for his student loan? Sounds like a question that could be answered by a financial planner. You guys? Well, I mean, the the our favorite answer is it depends. Oh, <laughs> um, I thought I thought that was the accountant that's a, answer. That's a great question. Yeah. Um, you know, look, if they can continue to make the payments and not hurt themselves, I wouldn't I wouldn't do it. Uh, you know, there is some downfalls to to doing that. Uh, in some situations, you're still going to have to uh, you know pay the interest on those, and you know the loan's not going away. So. I so the interest continues to mount even if you're in forbearance and, and you've asked for the deferment? 
You it, just don't have to make the payment. Is that is that the deal? It does. It does. Um, so you still get deeper in debt. Correct. Yeah. So deferment, you basically you have to pay. Um, you don't have to pay the interest at the time for right. let's let's call it a six month term. Sure. They're gonna they're gonna postpone for six months. So during that six months, correct. Now during a forbearance. You, you, the interest still is going to accrue, but you don't necessarily have to make the payment. So depending upon the situation and and what the terms that they're going to give you, what they outline, you know, they may make you pay that back. You know, again, though there's six month period, there's there's no payments. That helps in the six month that short term uh, cycle. The life of the loan, it is still going to be a larger. Um, you number. know, number in the long term. You have to pay. Absolutely. So still. Suck it up if you can. So if you can make those paying. payments, absolutely keep paying. But if it's it's one of those situations, you've cut back on every other, um, you know, everywhere else, and this is kind of, you know, you really need this, absolutely make the call. Um, you know, you, there's going to be some forms you got to fill out. Make sure you, you file those, and they're, they're going to work with you. Um, but, you know, just make sure that coming back, once he's got his job, make sure this is a priority to start making those payments because uh, student loan debt you're not getting rid of. You know, even Ever. in bankruptcy, yeah. that is going to stick around for for a while. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to pay it. So take a little break if you need to. Get back on and make those payments. That way you don't get too far behind the eight ball when you look at this this type of debt. All right, uh, got one more, uh, less than a minute to answer it. Let's see. Uh, Jason and Lisa from Roswell says we're looking to sell our home and move this year. Uh, not very exciting. I don't know why. Uh, but intimidating because this is our first home, so we have no idea what we're doing. Do you have any advice? Find a real estate professional. <laughs> so yeah. when it comes to selling a home, I mean, you've got a lot of things to consider. You know, um, you know what one. You know, what does your current home look like? What are they going to? Are you going to have to put money into the current home to upgrade it, if you will, to then sell it? So. You know, maybe get a professional, do a walkthrough. Let's take a look at you know what potential downfalls. Like you said, a water heater. I think Michael's what you said. Yeah. You you replaced. You know, if you know your water heater is going to go, get that inspection. Get, you know, get sure. the inspection. Get all of that up to speed. Get a professional to kind of help you take a take a look, evaluate that, and uh, and move on from there. Because there's right. a lot of contracts that go into this, so it could be pretty sticky. No doubt. You're listening to Money Talks. We'll catch you next week. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.